Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the intersection of security, technology, and society, and thinks about what might be coming next. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that condenses 5 to 20 hours of reading and analysis into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular essays, interviews, and book reviews that cover specific topics. The goal is to give you a concise, curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 263. Got quite a week here, as you might imagine. Starting off with security news. So a lot of people are worried about the integrity of congressional IT systems after a mob entered the Capitol building and roamed around without any security present. One concern is that there could have been a few sophisticated attackers mixed in with the group and that they might have left behind eavesdropping devices or installed malware. So... They're essentially doing full reviews and sweeps and all that sort of thing. The FBI is warning private industry against the eGregor ransomware group and the ransomware itself, which they say is one of the groups that extracts data before they encrypt it so that it could be used in other types of attacks. They also say there are multiple implementations of the service. So it's got like a service infrastructure, which could have different people doing different parts. And there's multiple instances of that infrastructure, which means the TTPs can be quite different across the different groups. It appears Parler was hacked through an information disclosure issue, which led to the ability to create admin accounts, which then led to being able to do full data extraction against the API. And this has resulted in mass downloading of Parler user data including that of verified citizen accounts, which require that the person upload their actual driver's license. So basically a massive doxing at this point of Parler. And it appears law enforcement has been using this data to create no-fly lists and to launch further investigations. Clearview, the facial recognition app used by law enforcement, has seen a surge in usage since the Capitol attack last week, which makes sense. There's lots of video of the people that were doing this. There is speculation that JetBrains, a company founded by three Russians and which maintains a lab presence in Russia still, may have been part of the SolarWinds incident. The software is used in software development and has been purchased by 79 of the Fortune 100, including SolarWinds. And the analysis here is that this would be a great place to attack because it allows you to basically package up malware for distribution elsewhere. It appears Chinese APTs are starting to chase financial targets. It's not clear if it's kind of a means to an ends or if it's in ends itself. But one example comes from Israeli security companies Profero and Security Joes. They found APT27, which is Emissary Panda, going after five online gambling companies. And earlier in 2020, Trend Micro also found APT41 going after online gaming companies. So it looks like they're expanding. And again, not really sure if they're just going after funds or if they have some other motive. The U.S. government has banned Alipay and seven other Chinese applications for use in the U.S. In the continuing discovery process of the scope of the SolarWinds hack damage, it appears countless sealed court documents were also accessed as well. 
according to the Administrative Office of the U.S. Courts. And Jack Ma, the richest person in China, or I think he used to be the richest person, has gone missing after criticizing Chinese banks. He basically made a joke about Chinese banks, or he made a comment that they were getting too big to fail, is what happened. And uh, he had his aunt IPO stopped by the Chinese government right at the last moment. And after that, nobody has seen him in public for weeks. I think this is a really bad look for China, and it's just going to tell more ambitious Chinese people to get out of the country as fast as possible and get to the West. And it also tells other countries not to trust them, and not to do business with them. So I think huge strategic error on their part, which I'm really confused why they would make such a big mistake. The U.S. Space Force, which I'm still getting used to saying, has detected an Iranian missile attack against U.S. forces. Actually, it was quite some time ago. This was in Iraq, and it alerted personnel before the missiles landed. Uh, and it still resulted in many injuries, but no one died because of the early warning. And this is on account of the Second Space Warning Squadron. Vulnerabilities. NVIDIA has shipped patches for multiple high-risk issues, with the highest being CVSS 8.4. Incidents. Nissan had a significant source code leak due to using admin-admin as its GitHub credentials, and the repo had over 20 gigabytes of data in it. Technology news. OpenAI has released two new GPT-3 models that combine NLP with image recognition. One of them, called Dolly, allows you to describe in natural language an image that you want it to create, such as an avocado that looks like a chair. And it'll make some of these images for you by itself. It'll just go and start hacking together some stuff. I really feel like OpenAI is our real-world Cyberdyne systems. Or at least it could be. I'm mostly joking, but I'm not really joking. CES is kicking off this week, and LG has some slick new transparent OLED stuff that looks really cool. The best demo I saw of this was a subway window that has data on it, but you can see through it, so you can still see like the landscape or the cityscape or whatever outside the window as it's going by, but you could see data overlaid on top of it, like weather or news or the the route map or whatever. And the other cool example they had was a transparent window sitting in front of like a sushi bar between you and the sushi chef. And you would see details about when your order is going to come up or you could read the news or whatever, but you would be blocked off from the chef as they were making your food and you were on the other side at the counter. So they also said it was kind of hygienic as well. Although how are you going to talk to them. I wonder if it has a mic on one side and a speaker on their side and vice versa. Otherwise, you're trying to shout through a pane of OLED glass or whatever it is. Bitcoin has crossed $40,000 less than three weeks after crossing $20,000. Not sure if this is tech news or human news, honestly. People are very worried it's another bubble, but I think the whole money sheltering for the rich angle changes things slightly. Possibly, anyway. Some documents out of China hint that Tesla may be looking to produce a new car for $25,000 to $30,000 as early as 2022. And if this is true, and they were actually able to build them at scale, 
this would be more trouble for traditional car makers and for people especially who short-sold Tesla stock and are still losing billions. Human news, it appears identical twins can differ genetically very early on in their development and that later differences in the twins can be caused by genetics as well as environment. I'm not a Jeopardy fan, but I've seen my portion of episodes definitely over the years. But for some reason, 2020 has made this tribute video that came out for Alex Trebek hit a lot harder than I thought it would. I guess it's because he represented part of America. I'm not really sure, but it was a really good tribute video, which I have linked in the newsletter slash show notes for the week. Elon Musk has passed Jeff Bezos to become the richest person in the world on the skyrocketing price of Tesla stock. A new study published in Science indicates that resistance to COVID from a previous case or vaccination might actually last longer than people were fearing. People were worried it was going to last only a few weeks or a few months, but now they're saying it could go much longer, even multiple years. So this is a case where you need a lot more study, and the study called that out. But it's good news, potential good news. We have new images of Mars's Valles Marineris, the biggest canyon system in the solar system, it's 10 times longer than the Grand Canyon and three times as deep. Denmark is offering homeowners 20-year loans at zero fixed interest. Ideas and analysis. wrote a couple posts recently. One is called The Line Between Choosing Your Own Customers and Censorship. Was it censorship for AOS to drop Parler or is it their right as a private company to pick who they work with? That's the question. And the next one is on unionizing against tech companies. When is it okay to push back against your company's mission? And when should you just leave instead? My updates. So started a new book called The City We Became by N.K. Jemison. And I have to tell you, this is an extraordinary book. Uh, the author of Name of the Wind, Rothfuss, says this book and, and the author are the future of fantasy. I believe that's what he said. And I could definitely see why. It's unlike anything I've ever read before. Super exciting. Can't wait to get back into it. I'm also reading Homeland, which is the UL book club book of the month. So got a full plate. But I've already finished like probably 15 books in like the last, I want to say, 40 days. I mean, it's been crazy pace. Discovery. Notes on writing well. I post a lot of these because I really appreciate passing on good writing, practical advice. And this one is particularly well done. It's quite, quite good. I definitely recommend this one. Aaron Schwartz on how to be more productive. What I've learned in 45 years in the software industry. This one was fantastic as well. How to find the perfect music and podcasts faster. 15.ai, create character voices with definable characteristics using AI. This is another reinforcement learning based algorithm. And it's kind of like the um, open AI stuff. I don't think this is open AI. I think it's 15.ai. But yeah, you basically give it a character that you want to have in this voice. So um, you pick a character, like a cartoon character, an avatar, like a whatever, a unicorn, a blue unicorn. 
And then you say, I want this voice to be uppity, cheery, happy, joyful, or whatever you want to type in there. It will parse your words and figure out a characterization of a voice that will match the avatar. And it spits it out and it's it's fantastic. It sounds like anime, but it actually has the emotion of the stuff that you type in. Crazy stuff. Schwarzenegger's comments on last week's events were fantastic. I'm going to link to the video here. Really, really worth watching. Got a free book, Algorithms for Making Decisions. A free course, Machine Learning for Security Professionals. Don't dox yourself when tweeting about data breaches. Shouldn't have to say that, but good little article for a good reminder. And Wired's list of highly hyped TV shows for 2021, which I normally don't pass on TV stuff, especially not lists of TV stuff, but what the hell? It's 2021. People are locked in their houses. Might as well watch some TV, right? Between books. Between books. That's the key. Recommendations. When you think about probabilities in a situation where you're having to deal with uncertainty, consider using the probability yardstick, which is used by NSA and multiple UK intelligence and law enforcement groups. It associates common phrases like remote chance or realistic probability into actual percentages so that analysts and decision makers can have a shared language. So you could say, not likely or whatever. There's a realistic probability that this will happen. Those actually are associated in the intelligence community with an actual number. So you could use it both in speech and a sentence, but that can then map to a level of certainty or uncertainty in the mind of the receiver. And that way you can have a shared discussion where you're not missing each other's calculations in some way that could possibly cause harm. So that's super useful, especially for security people. And the aphorism for the week, we are more often frightened than hurt, and we suffer more in imagination than reality. We are more often frightened than hurt, and we suffer more in imagination than in reality. Seneca. All right, thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon.